Today is Sunday, December 5th, 2021, and this... And at the, uh, at the Desert Inn, tonight is the opening of my personal physician, Dr. Philip Harris, <laughs> who makes a potion to straighten you out the next morning that's a gas. Is 500 by Midnight, the original Las Vegas podcast, show number 810. <laughs> I hope that you're having an enjoyable stay here in Las Vegas and also hope that you have been fortunate. I do wish that for you. We're going to give Daddy the Rain Man suite. Do you dig that? We're going to Vegas, Mike. Vegas! Do you think we can there by midnight? Money, we're going to be up 500 by midnight. Yeah, Vegas! Vegas, baby, Vegas! Las Vegas is waiting. Hello, everybody. This is Tim. And this is Michelle. Welcome to Five Honey by Midnight. You okay over there? No. I don't remember how to do this. I know. We took last week off. It threw, it threw off our our whole thing. We'll get back into it. We've mm-hmm. got a lot to talk about today, so by the end of the show, we should be back in the groove. All right. That's what I'm thinking. A um, couple things. There was uh, We took last week off, and I, I received a couple messages from listeners who were concerned, not by our absence last week. Uh-huh. Um, and I think Justin was the first who sent me an email. <clears throat> there was concern that I would forget that it was December. Fucking I am Siegfried. And I'm Roy. Our white lions and white tigers join us <laughs> in wishing you a magical holiday season and a special New Year's with all your dreams coming true. It's that season... And thank you to Justin and to others who notified me. They didn't want me to miss out on the fun. And I'm sure, and they didn't want you, of course, to miss out on the fun as well. Because Mm -hmm. they know how much you enjoy Mm. the holiday season. I honestly forgot about that. Well, then extra special thanks to our listeners for... No. Because I probably would not have remembered for another week or two. All right. So uh, even though we didn't do our show, we did... We did uh, somebody else's show. We were invited and accepted a kind invitation from Danny, also known as Vegas Introvert, to appear on his YouTube channel, and we did that, and I tweeted it out and put put it on the Facebook group, but if you're not on social media, I will post a link in the show notes, and you can see we had a nice little chat about some Vegas favorites. He provided a few categories of things, and we had to, we had to do homework, mm-hmm. and it was challenging and we had a lovely conversation, and we want to thank Danny for having us on. Yes, that was great. Good fun. Yep. All right, so that'll be in the show notes at 500bymidnight.com if you want to take a look at that. Uh, before we jump into a bunch of news, let's thank some of our patrons. This show is listener-supported, as always. And among our patrons are the following folks who've been around for a while. Kevin Hawk, Dan Yost, Jeff Logro, Jeff Lacey, Rodney Kelly... Garrett Report, and Michael Britt. Thank you to these and all of our patrons. We do appreciate you. If you want to support the podcast, visit patreon.com slash 500 for all the details. We've got some bonus stuff we throw your way as our way of saying thank you. I've got pins that are almost ready to go off to the manufacturer. And uh, we we might get get one more 
we might get a holiday chat in. We yeah. We'll see. We'll see if or maybe a New Year's chat. We'll we'll do something. Uh, yeah, lots of fun ahead. Mm-hmm. All right, let's jump in. We've got a lot of news. We've got some phone calls. We've got oh, there's some things that have been bringing us Las Vegas joy during our <laughs> absence over the last two weeks that we have to share with you. Yes. Um, so that'll be a fun thing coming up. But first, let's jump into things that are going that have the potential to change our Vegas experiences in the future. The news stuff that we like to banter about. Let's um, follow up on some things from last week or last show. Baseball. When we last discussed this, there were had been reports that the Oakland Athletics Baseball Club had put down a an offer on some land for a potential stadium in the event or ballpark, I should say, uh, in the event that. They resolve the work stoppage in play again. And that they move from Oakland to Las Vegas, which is a possibility. They're still working on things in Oakland as well. I think they're working on both cities just so that they have something figured Mm -hmm. out. We'll see what happens. More details about that land offer came out recently. CNBC had a report that they submitted a bid on Tropicana. I would not have expected that. I would have expected... Any number of empty lots around the Las Vegas Valley. Mm-hmm. But no, Tropicana right there on the corner of Las Vegas Boulevard and Tropicana. 35-acre site. Now, exactly how this would work and what would happen, I the this report was very vague. Um, they said, oh, there's 35 acres, there's plenty of space. They almost made it sound like they would build on part of the property, and and then like somebody from Bally's Corp, which is buying the business operations of Tropicana, kind of alluded to that. Uh, fuck, I don't know. I don't know what to make of this. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's not a it's a it's a decent sized plot of land, but it's not like it's not huge. It's not like there's a big chunk of empty space right mm-hmm. now. Now you can knock down the old. There's some some old like motel style rooms in the back, and but then. There's the pool and the conventions. I don't know. I don't know what. I almost feel like if you're going to still have a hotel on that property, you'd have to put up a new one. Mm-hmm. I don't know. So then, so anyway, we'll see what happens with that. The articles. Then there were a bunch of follow-up articles and 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 reports. Um, the CNBC report also mentioned they were interested in the Wynn Golf Course, which at, at one point before they put an offer down, th- I don't see that happening. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Um, um, did you mention something about the Tropicana land being close to the airport and that might be... Well, I don't know. I mean, I can't... Yeah, I was wondering about that because anytime you want to build something close to the airport, but Tropicana pr- presumably is higher than what the stadium would be and it's going to be a retractable roof thing, so I wouldn't imagine the lighting would be that mm-hmm. much. I don't fucking know, though. I don't yeah. know. You always get into issues whenever you're going to be building that close to the airport. But again, this might all be just bullshit anyway. Mm-hmm. It might not matter. I don't know. I don't know how like how much to put into this. Yeah. Like, should we even care at this point or should... I don't know. Um, Caesars apparently was in the running with some land. They've got a bunch of land, so that could have been anything behind any of their properties on the Strip. Um, but they're out of the running now. And then there was another article, I think it was in CDC Gaming, that they asked the governor about it and he mentioned that they had been looking at a couple sites on Tropicana not the Tropicana um, property that they supposedly put an offer down on but stuff closer to UNLV mm-hmm. that was possibly going to be used for a UNLV stadium before Allegiant got built and 
So anyway, there are a multitude of possibilities. The festival site on Sahara has been mentioned as an option for by a lot of people. Again. Who knows? Who knows if any of this is going to happen. But anyway, the governor did say that um, increasing the room tax to help pay for this is not an option. So I'm not sure, you know, there's always a, a public um, component of these things mm-hmm. and... I'm not sure after building Allegiant Stadium and that's still being paid for how much of an appetite there's going to be for that, but we shall see. Um, one thing I know, if the Tropicana thing does happen and they end mm-hmm. up tearing down Tropicana, there's going to be a lot of hand-wringing from people who are very upset about that and probably haven't been in Tropicana any time in the last, for any significant amount of time. Mm-hmm. I would not, I know it's like one of the originals and all that, but Tropicana sucks. They made a, an effort, you know, mm-hmm. to redo it, and with the butthole lamps, and yeah, and you know they made it a little bit nicer, but it's still not like somewhere I want to hang out. Mm-hmm. We don't get that many reports from Tropicana. I don't think it's, I don't know. And the it out- looks like hell. The outside's terrible. Like it does nothing to draw you in. No, it's just like a big white. It's ridiculous. It's it's horrible. So mm-hmm. anyway, I mean the, I don't know, that place needs help. And yeah. there's a reason that it's gone through roughly uh, 75 owners in the last 10 years. Mm-hmm. None of them can make it work. We shall see. We'll see what they work out with, uh, if if they end up going ahead with this, what they work out. No, just because they put down an offer doesn't mean anything. Right. Um, I could offer. I could put down an offer right now. It doesn't mean anything. But um, we'll see. We'll keep an eye on this. Time will tell. Oh, there is a rendering going around. Mm-hmm. Um of what the retractable roof ballpark would look like. The rendering has it positioned on the uh, MGM Resorts shooting land across mm-hmm. from Luxor. I don't, So I guess that was in the running at some point as well. Mm. But um, it's a, as you would expect from an indoor ballpark. It's ugly and it looks like a warehouse on the inside, mm-hmm. which is a miserable place to watch a baseball game. So I love baseball. I don't want to see it here. Yeah. Don't, I don't... I, I go to one game probably and eh. yeah. Yeah. Anyway, moving along, let's move along to other things. Mm-hmm. Also, a follow-up from our last show when we discussed um we discussed the possibility and at that point, the unlikely possibility of an Adele residency. You may recall she had told Rolling Stone magazine that uh, there was not a Las Vegas residency planned, quote, because there's fucking nothing available. And we, we suggested, I, I think that there's probably a willingness to make time available mm-hmm. and space available. And sure enough, in the time since that, there has been an announcement that there will be an Adele residency. And of course, that means we got to fire up some music clips while I discuss this. Hello. It's me. People have been wondering if I'm going to sing along with Adele. Are you? We'll see. All right, so what does this residency look like? Well, it's going to be at the Coliseum at Caesars Palace. It's going to be 24 shows, which is a pretty good run over the course of 12 weekends between January and April 2022. She's going to make a bunch of money off of this. Mm -hmm. Uh, The ticket demand is going to be crazy high because she's not touring. And she just put out a new album. She's very... Much in demand yeah. right now. I think the only other show she has announced is at Hyde Park next summer. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, people are going to be traveling to see this. 
Now, if you haven't already registered, there's a pre-sale. If you haven't already registered for that, you're fucked because the registration for that is closed, and there's a good chance that all the tickets are going to go during the pre-sale. They have all but said there's a very good chance. They have said there's a good chance that there won't be a public on sale. It'll just be the pre-sale. Uh, Plus, they out. have to hold back tickets for VIPs there's and stuff, that too. I would imagine that if there is anything left after the pre-sales... It's going to be the high-end VIP package tickets, mm-hmm. where it'll be like $8,000 for a room for the weekend and yeah. that kind of stuff. But um, I but I wonder about like hosts and like oh, yeah. high rollers. and Yeah, they'll yeah. have a certain that they have to set aside for that, too. Mm-hmm. Uh, ticket prices have not been announced. We are not important enough gamblers for that to ever be a factor. Especially at Caesars, no. Yeah. <laughs> um, we had free tickets for Adele last time she was in Vegas, though, at Cosmopolitan. We won We, won, we them, won them. Put in some significant effort at Cosmo to get tickets, and it uh-huh. was great. Well worth it. Oh, yeah. All right, let's hear some more. So that, of course, is her biggest hit. Hello. Old friend, why are you so shy? This is not helping my seasonal affective disorder. No. <laughs> It'd be funny if we both started uncontrollably weeping. Mm-hmm. I'll be doing the rest of the show under a blanket. Fair. She's got a lot of hits. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to play the new one because I'm already sick of it. Oh, that's been in a lot of rotation yeah. on like every radio channel and every every video channel. Yeah. I can't. I can't. I, I can't. I can't sing. Well, everybody knows I can't sing, but. I was going to do a whole thing where I was going to sing along and say that I was working on my tribute show, Mandel. <laughs> I can't. <clears throat> All right. So, ticket prices. There's already hand-wringing. I knew it was going to be happening. There's a lot of there's a lot of uh, reports about how much tickets are going to be. None mm-hmm. of them based on any actual announcements that I've seen. Yeah. There was somebody. There were some people on Twitter. I've seen two thousand dollars a ticket. I've seen four thousand dollars a ticket. Those are nonsense. Those are probably, if that those are accurate, they're for the package deals. Mm-hmm. But, um, I did see one this morning from an Adele news site. Yeah. Again, I have no idea where they're getting this or anything. They said, the, and this would be reasonable. Mm-hmm. They said the range would be eighty dollars to six six fifty or something like that. Yeah, that seems low to me. Mm-hmm. If I were to guess again. Purely speculation. You might be able to get a ticket under two hundred bucks, mm-hmm. maybe in the fourth fourth level. Yeah, uh, I've got to think most of them will be in the three fifty to six plus range. We'll see. We'll find out. This is not uncommon, Mordell. Mm-hmm. See, some of her songs are upbeat. <laughs> That's enough. Um, all right. So where was I? We were talking about prices. Um, yes. There is um, there is, and there will be a lot of times for concerts like this that have a wider demand than people who are buying concert tickets often. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of confusion and dismay over ticket practices and pricing and mm-hmm. Um, you'll have, there, I'm sure that there are, I haven't seen it, but I'm sure that there are already the, I'm never going to spend more than $75 on a concert ticket. Well, that's fine. That's fine. You that's that, your line in the sand. That's then. fine. Um, 
we all have to have our, but if you're going to see a big high demand concert, you're going to spend more. That's just mm-hmm. how it is. There's also going to be, I'm sure a lot of dismay over Ticketmaster fees that have been in place for what, two decades now. Yeah. Yeah. It's just, it sucks. It's the way of the world. Mm-hmm. It's like resort fees. They've been around for a decade. I think we can probably quit complaining about them. It's just part of the deal now. So Ticketmaster fees, expect uh, if you're buying a pair of tickets, you're going to pay the equivalent of three tickets. Mm-hmm. That's just how it is. They have a little thing on there where you can, when you look at the prices, you can uh, slide this little thing over and it shows you the prices with fees. Mm-hmm. So there you go. Cutting out the confusion for you. You don't have to worry about it. I mean, it sucks, but fuck it. It's just part of the price. Uh, and it's then, not yes. like those resort fee swindlers who leave it till the last page on the reservation. T- tickets, tickets, um, tickets are going to go quickly. So if you haven't registered for the presale, you're fucked. You're going to have to go through like StubHub or somebody probably. And that's going to be outrageous. And the presale thing doesn't even guarantee the. So you, they have this, this uh, registered fan, verified fan thing. Mm-hmm. People who are accepted for that based just on a random yeah. thing, we'll get a code the day, uh, uh, probably the day before or the day of tickets going on sale. It's not unusual for them not to announce ticket prices until right when they go on sale. So that's not out of, out of the ordinary, but people are confused by that because they want to know in advance, which I understand. Mm-hmm. Um, I would My recommendation would be, first of all, if you get a code... Be ready right when they go on sale. Be, mm-hmm. be online shortly before. You can probably get in the queue 15 minutes before, depending. Right. But um, know ahead of time what you're willing to spend mm-hmm. and grab the first thing that's available yep. at that rate because, like I said, there's a good chance they're going to go very quickly. So there you go. That's what's going on. Mm-hmm. We have, uh, we'll see if we get a code. We'd love to go see this yes. if possible, but I don't know. I'm trying to be very, like, if it happens, that would be I awesome. Too. But if it, not, it, that's okay. If it doesn't, that's fine. We'll deal with it. Yep. Uh, luckily, we've seen her a couple times before. She mm-hmm. puts on a great show. I will say that. Fantastic show. Yes. So if you like her music at all, you want to have a fun concert experience in Vegas, it's a good option. Speaking of performers in Las Vegas, it seems like there's been a slew of health-related cancellations lately, and we've got another one. You may recall that Wayne Newton postponed his return to Flamingo as a result of some health problems. Celine Dion has indefinitely postponed her return to Las Vegas at Resorts World. Uh, I think she has some tour dates scheduled, though, Mm -hmm. uh, for spring, so hopefully she'll be back in shape and ready to do that and then can do her Vegas thing after that. But the latest one is Santana at House of Blues. He had an urgent heart procedure and needs some time off to recover. So he has cut all of his December House of Blues shows and plans to return in January. Hope that works out. Yes. Hope that you're back soon. Not like he's listening. Hope that you're back. <laughs> Get healthy, Santana. Yeah, anyway. Um, we wish him well. Yes. Never like to hear about anybody having health difficulties. Mm-hmm. So there you go. If you're planning on seeing Santana, you're going to have to wait a little longer, but he's going to be around for a long time. He'll be around as long as he's live performing at House mm-hmm. of Blues, I think. Uh, some changes, since we were talking about Tropicana a little while ago, some changes reported in the review journal to the lineup of entertainment at Tropicana. They are getting a new show. It's moving from the Strat. It is the Michael Jackson tribute show, MJ Live. That is going to be moving down to Tropicana sometime toward the end of January. And the other thing that was uh, mentioned in this article is that Frank Marino, who has been emceeing the Legends in Concert tribute show, is going to be leaving that show very soon. So he's going to be taking his tired ass Joan Rivers impersonation <sighs> somewhere else. 
Is there a market for that anymore? I don't know, honestly. How long has she been dead? Make 10 plus years? Peace. I don't know. Uh, uh, anyway, he's been doing it for a long time. That's his shit. All I know is you're not the market for that. Fuck no. I wasn't at the market for that when she was alive. Um, no thanks. Not a big fan. I mean, hmm. I, I respect Joan Rivers. Um, I respect her as a comic and all that stuff, but I don't want to see somebody impersonate her. What the... A decade after she's gone, I don't, I don't know. I don't get that. Vegas has this weird tradition of impersonators who do dead people that a big segment of the general population isn't even going to remember or care about. The Danny Gans, George Burns thing, the mm. everything Rich Little has in his act. <laughs> oh, that Nixon, that Nixon uh, impression is just timely and hilarious. <laughs> Yeah. Anyway, so if you, uh, I'm sure he'll show up somewhere else. He mentioned that he's planning on doing his shtick for another four years and then retiring. So there you go. Good luck to him. All right. Let's talk about more exciting entertainment news. Okay. One of our favorite subjects when it comes to Las Vegas entertainment, tiger based magic. I feel like I should have a, a, a roar or something there. Mm-hmm. I don't, unfortunately. I do, however. Uh. And I'm Roy. Our white lions and white tigers join us in wishing you a magical holiday season and a special New Year's with all your dreams coming true. Why'd you take off your headphones so you couldn't hear that? Because I already heard it. Does it run on a loop in your head? No. I'll work on it. Please don't. All right, tiger-based magic updates. Last July, we discussed this on podcast number 747, that there was a tiger-based magician named Jay Owenhouse And he was planning on bringing tiger-based magic back to the Las Vegas area. At that point, this is in July, he was planning on making a big announcement in early August about a location where there would be a tent put up for his tiger-based magic show. And that did not happen. There was no announcement. So, more than a year has passed, and here we are again. Uh, He is seeking approval now to bring his bad idea of a show to a different location. This time it would be the land behind uh, Sahara. It's owned by the, like the World Buddhism Association, Mm -hmm. which I wouldn't think that the Buddhists would, I don't know a lot lot about Buddhism, but it, it seems to me like they wouldn't necessarily want their land used for a animal based, Mm -hmm. I don't know. I don't know. It seemed like a weird Maybe they don't give a shit and they'll just lease out their land for anything. I don't know. But um, the idea would be put up a tent here for a year, do the show, house his tigers. I guess he's got three Bengal tigers. Uh, there was a hearing. The first line of regulation comes from the comes through the Winchester Town Advisory Council. Winchester is the, as you know, the Las Vegas Strip is not part of Las Vegas, the city. Mm-hmm. Did you know that? I heard something yeah, about it's been that, that once bit or of twice. that. Oh, it's a crazy bit of trivia. Nobody knows. Uh, anyway, Clark County has all these little. I guess they're not in, unincorporated townships or something. The one that covers that part of the strip is not Paradise. It is Winchester. There was a Winchester Town Advisory meeting uh, a few days ago. I listened to part of it. They had a two-hour discussion about the Tiger-based magic show. And did you listen to all two hours? No, I skipped. I skipped through. I heard bits and pieces. A lot of the public comment was very much against this. Uh, and in fact, the advisory board voted unanimously 
to now they can't just shoot down the thing and have it be dead, but they make a recommendation to the Clark County commissioners who mm-hmm. have a, a similar hearing on this later in December, but unanimous vote to recommend denial of this. So I don't think things are looking good for Jay Owen House. The commissioners can certainly over, you know, override that mm-hmm. if they choose. Um, but I think there's enough people who are pushing for it not to happen that mm-hmm. it probably won't. There are safety issues. Um, one of the things that was in the article, the KTNV news story about this, was this quote that highlighted a little bit of the issue. The public will not be allowed to interact with the animals, but the plan covers any contingency up to and including how to kill the tigers if they escape and attack an audience or crew member. Lovely. I refer to that as the Roy contingency. And yes, you would want that in place. But then there were people at the meeting discussing like, yeah, let's say they get to that point mm-hmm. um, and there's bullets flying. Mm-hmm. There are additional safety issues related to that. Uh, yeah. So. Oh my God. Anyway. I think we're beyond the age of tiger-based magic in Las Vegas. I think it's a thing of the past. I don't I'm think Jay okay Owen House is going to be... Uh, I don't think he's going to be successful in his his bid to bring them back. But we'll keep an eye on it. We'll see what happens at the end of December when the commissioners discuss it. And we'll see. He and his family and his tigers will probably end up moving to Branson. All right. There's a new restaurant coming to the link. Yet another... This is the fourth location from Cake Boss, and he is quite a boss, apparently. Buddy Velastro. Four. That's impressive. He's mm-hmm. beca- he's like the Gordon Ramsay of pastries, <laughs> I guess. So, yes, currently he has Buddy V's. He's got Carlo's Bakery. He's got Pizza Cake. And now, oh, and there's a pizza ATM I noticed at uh, Planet Hollywood where you can go buy a slice. A pizza uh, ATM I mean, I'm sorry, or a, a cake ATM? cake ATM. That you can, um, I was hooked on pizza cake, which I still think is the dumbest name for a restaurant. But anyway. Is it all Chicago style pizza? It's Chicago style cake. <sighs> it's the same thing, just without the sauce. Uh, yeah, so you can buy a piece of cake out of an ATM at Planet Hollywood if you so choose. So yeah, the new one is going to be called The Boss Cafe. It's a casual restaurant at the link. It's going to feature Italian salad sandwiches, pizzas, and desserts, and... The highlight, according to their announcement, is something called Moz Bar, which coincidentally is the name of the uh, like Italian sandwich place in Famous Foods at Resorts World, but it's not related to this. So I don't know if there's going to be an issue there at all. But the Moz Bar within the Boss Cafe is where guests can grab their favorite fresh mozzarella cre- uh, creation served with warm, warm, I'm having trouble with words today. Mm-hmm. Warm rustic bread and their choice of topping, uh, and I would be down with that. Mm-hmm. It's like avocado toast, but with mozzarella instead of avocado. That's how I'm reading it. That sounds delicious. Yeah. I like me some mozzarella. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So there you go. That's going to be coming next year to the link. We have not eaten at any of Buddy V's locations. We have not. Would you be interested in checking out the Boss Cafe? I don't know. I would. Maybe. Seems I mean, like it'd be a good option. Like if we were in the area and we were hungry, I'd be like, yeah, that's yeah, an option. All right. One of the things that got put on hold when the pandemic hit was a, a proposed expansion of the Neon Museum. And I was just thinking about this a few weeks ago, so I was happy to see that an update came out. Um, the 
where that stood before the pandemic in May 2019, the Las Vegas City Council had voted to turn over a building and some land across the street from the Neon Museum. It was some sort of cultural center. They had voted to turn that over to the Las Vegas Neon Museum for expansion, which is wonderful because they can use the space. If you've been through there, you know that there, there's a lot of signs that could be displayed better and spaced mm-hmm. out better if they had more land. So that would be wonderful. It's located directly across Las Vegas Boulevard. And it's a closed building and a large lot. And the plans called for the building to be used for an indoor gallery. And they were going to have neon demonstrations and classrooms and offices and stuff like that. And then the lot would be used for another neon boneyard. So the pandemic put that on hold. They were supposed to start working on that when, when it was originally approved by roughly now. Um, but obviously because of the pandemic that fucked up everything. The city council has now postponed the deadline for construction to start until at least March Mm -hmm. so that the neon museum can figure out whether or not this is still something they're going to do. And a big part of it is fundraising. Yeah. So they're going to do some research to see if they think they're going to be able to raise adequate funds to renovate. They've done a little bit of work on the property, but not a lot, but Obviously, they're going to need a lot of money to renovate that building and to move signs and get everything set up and do displays and all that shit. So they're going to look into that, and uh, the Review Journal is saying that they will, by March, have a decision on whether or not they're going to proceed. I hope they're able to do it, Mm -hmm. because that's really a gem of a museum, and Mm -hmm. it would be nice to see them expand and put more signs on display, and we shall see. I would like to see them grow and thrive. Yes, it would be fun to see more of those signs um, better better displayed, Mm because you walk through there, and some of them are... They, they look great. And then others are just kind of like leaning against a fence, yeah. you know? So, and I think they probably, they may have, they may even have others in storage somewhere else. I'm not sure, but we shall see what happens. And of course, then they would also have more land if there are other signs that are donated to them as well, which right. would be good. So, all right. One more thing before we move on, there's going to be a new strip, Las Vegas strip overpass in a couple of years. The Las Vegas city council, um, I believe it was city council. I know the city of Las Vegas approved funding for a an uh, pedestrian overpass at Sahara and Las Vegas Boulevard. Unlike the other overpasses, this one is controlled by the city of Las Vegas and not by the county. They are, um, unlike those other ones, so one of the things that always annoys me about the overpasses, like let's say the uh, Flamingo, the mm-hmm. one at Flamingo. Yes. So let's say you're coming over from Caesar's Palace to the Cromwell. Yep. But you don't really want to go to the Cromwell. You want to go over to Bally's. Mm-hmm. You have to go down an escalator or stairs and then up another one and onto a different overpass. Mm-hmm. It always like it always kind of sucked that, and it's minor, but... And half the times the escalators aren't working. Right. They're, at least the preliminary plans for the one at Sahara, they're making it instead of... F- four separate overpasses, mm-hmm. it would be one oval-shaped overpass so you can stay on the thing to wherever you're, whichever corner is your destination. Mm. Bonanza gift shop. I think there's a Walgreens. Whatever Walgreens. goes. I know. I know. Anyway, I think they're planning as part of hopefully a, an eventual expansion of North Strip stuff. Mm-hmm. They want to make that a safer intersection. 
probably a good idea. Yep. There are plenty of other places on the strip that could use these as well. Oh, but, no kidding. So they they approved it preliminary preliminary plans. They have to finalize those plans next year, then they do bids. It's not going to be built until 2024, so it still has a little ways to go, mm-hmm. but it's coming. So and there you go. This is your friendly reminder: do not jaywalk across the strip. It's a oh, bad idea. We saw some people doing that, mm-hmm. like dodging traffic like it was a fucking game of uh, Frogger. Frogger, and yeah, bad idea. Don't do that. No, don't be that person. Go to the fucking overpass or to a, a stoplight. It's not mm-hmm. that hard. All right, or just if you're really lazy, just go take an Uber from one side of the strip to the other. There I you don't go. Know. There are options. Yeah. All right. Before we get into a handful of phone calls. There's some things that we discovered this week. We each independently discovered things, and we weren't searching for these. They just fell into our laps. Fell into our laps, and you have something Las Vegas-related that has been bringing you joy. I have one as well. Would you please do us the honor? Joy, but it's more like fascination and intrigue. The amount of time you've spent thinking about it tells me it's bringing you some level of joy. Okay. So you discovered something at the Resorts World Spa. Yeah. Would you please tell us? I got an email from them and I was and it had a link to the spa and I thought oh I haven't heard a lot about the spa I want to I think it just opened investigate so um on the web page it says a unique offering of the spa includes a sauna meister led journey that enhances your visit as they direct hot and scented steam towards you what is the source of this, the hot and scented steam through the rhythmical movements of a towel so Okay, I've oh um, so, uh, first of all the, the, the and there's more the name Sonnemeister is awesome. Uh huh. So as you're, I I just like picture somebody going from thing to thing in the spa, like and just snapping a towel at you. Well, I I don't yeah no not really, but it's it seems like. What are they going to do with the towel? Is it like a towel dance? Is it like, are they going to make a little animal with it? Like they do on cruise ships? Oh, that would be so (laughs) kick-ass. So they do their thing where they're like waving the towel and it's, it's pushing, you know, um. Hot farts towards you. I know. Like, (laughs) like fog toward you. And then when they get done, they hand you a towel swan Mm -hmm. as a, as a remembrance of your journey through the spa. Yeah. Okay, what else do we have on this, on okay. this sauna meister? So, originating in Europe. Well, no shit. Yeah. <laughs> Saunas provide rejuvenation and social gathering for the shared goal of greater well-being. First of all, I don't like being social with my spa time. I don't. I'm not. No. That's not relaxing for you. No, it is not. No. The unique communal bathing area. <laughs> Let's get rid of communal everything, can now, we? Now, when they say bathing... I think they just mean a hot tub. Oh, okay. Group shower. Is wellness theater in the round? Oh my god. Is it going to be is this like immersive? Is this going to be the the people who the people who got laid off from <laughs> Tony and Tina's wedding at Buka oh are going to come in and do a little show in the communal shower? <laughs> There's a whole storyline. They serve you pasta. I don't understand this at all. The sauna meister is center stage. So they're not going to serve you pasta. They're going to serve you towels. And starring um, fa- special special guest Sonnemeister, Bette Midler as the ringmaster. <laughs> what <laughs> are they going to have? Like Ian Ziering coming in and oh doing? Oh my god! Okay, continue. I'm. This has taken the uh, immersive experience to a new level. I think 
the infusion of concentrated heat, aromatherapy, choreographed with music, lighting, and dancing oh towels. <laughs> dancing towels from the people who brought you the Bellagio fountains comes. <laughs> the dancing towels. The dancing towels. Oh, wow. Each sauna meister will curate a 30-minute themed experience. Relax, invigorate, playful, or avant-garde. I hope there's like a 45-minute interview the week before you have your spa appointment where they get to know you on a deeper level so they can do a customized... Customized experience, experience for, for you. you. <laughs> wow. I... Yeah, I, I, I think I want you to do this. And you have to... According to the website, you have to book it with a fountain of youth passport or spa treatment 60 minutes or longer, 40 bucks for hotel guests, 50 bucks for non-hotel guests. Oh, that's not bad. I was I was thinking it was going to be like 9.95, you know, some ridiculous. Yeah, you, I mean you have to book another thing with yeah, it, yeah. but I'm curious about this. You, you might have to take one for the team and, <laughs> and do this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Tell everyone about the dancing towels. It's either like Please if anyone has done this let oh, us please know. give us a report. I've got to think it's either like way oversold, which would be pretty normal for Vegas. Uh huh. Like it's really just it's it's some guy who normally works in a parking lot, just like holding a corner a towel in the corner and just fanning you occasionally. Mm -hmm. It's either that or I don't know. I mean, what sort of training does one have to have to be a sauna meister? Oh, there's a whole pro. There's got to be a whole training program somewhere in Europe for this. Mm hmm. Yeah, it's like, well, I could be a sommelier and be an expert on wine, or I've always enjoyed spending time with towels. <laughs> I, I'm intrigued by this. Thank you. I, I mm -hmm. I'm, I'm glad. Um, I'm glad you uncovered this. <laughs> All right. Well, if anybody does this, let us know. And Please if, do. Um, if if you do this, we'll certainly report on it. Yes, we will. That would be awesome. Okay. Another, the, oh my God, this is a, another journey. Yeah. That you found. Yeah. So, Whew. all right. This is the thing that's been bringing me joy that has a Las Vegas tie in. I discovered this week, uh, thanks to another podcast that I listened to, not a Vegas podcast, a comedy podcast called The Best Show. Um, there was a brief reference to a Frank Sinatra album, three album set that I was unaware of. And I'm a casual Sinatra fan. I like mm -hmm. a lot of the hits. I like some of his stuff. Um, I was unfamiliar. There was He put out an, an album or a three-album compilation, not a compilation, three-album set in 1980 called The Trilogy, Past, Present, and Future. I was unfamiliar with this. Apparently, this was the last, this was the, uh, this, the album that had his last charting song, which was New York, New York. That was on the present set, I believe. Mm. Each, each album... One covers the past, which is like American standards, a lot of stuff you're used to hearing Frank Sinatra sing. The second one was present, which was sort of present. It was more pop-oriented stuff. Mm -hmm. So he did like an Elvis song. He did a Billy Joel song, Just the Way song, You Are. Song Sung Blue. Song Sung Blue is on there. Some some for Sinatra more. Although 1980, those were pretty current hits, I guess. Um, and then the third one. Oh, boy. Is the most batshit crazy thing I have ever. Well, it's. It's One up of, there. It's up there for just bad ideas, and I love it. <laughs> I because mm -hmm. I have so many questions about why mm -hmm. and how nobody said, "Yeah, we might want to skip this concept." And it is very much a concept. Mm -hmm. Um, 
so it's like a 38 minute album of I think five or six tracks, but the first and last track are over 10 minutes long. And those are the, that's where the majority of it is. And it's sort of like a musical. I don't know if maybe he thought we'll make a, a musical out of my life and we'll do it with this futuristic space concept. It is nutty. So before I get into the Las Vegas component, mm-hmm. I want to give you just a small example of what we're dealing with so you can appreciate why I say this is crazy. The first song um, <laughs> is called Before the Music Ends. It's 10 minutes, 11 minutes long roughly. And at some point he goes through this journey from planet to planet. And here's a, here's a taste for you. Before the music ends Accompanied by Dino and Sarge I'd like to make one more charge at Vegas. Oh, shit. That's oh. the wrong one. That's the Vegas part. We'll get back to that in a second. Okay. No, the, the, this is the preview. This is the crazy thing from the beginning called What Time Does the Next Miracle Leave? This is where he's going from planet to planet. I love this so much. makes with the rain Saturn makes with the crops a nicer trade was never made and hopefully never stops if Saturn's fields are dry Jupiter won't stay fat so Jupiter leaves his faucets on and that is that yeah there's a whole thing where he goes nine, 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 nine. It's weird. It's fucking weird. And then he rages against Pluto. Yeah, he gets yeah. really mad at Pluto for some reason and compares it to Hades. Yeah. It's it's quite a ride. Um, so anyway, let's get back to this. So then I was overjoyed to hear at the end. So at the beginning, he's going through this journey from planet to planet, mm-hmm. reliving his life apparently. And then at the end, the last track is sort of a combination of like name checking people and a bucket list. And among the bucket list items, as you started to hear there, was that he wants to return with his buddies to Las Vegas one more time. Before the music ends. Oh, the nine part is in this. I think the nine accompanied part is in this one. Oh, that one, yes. I'd like to make one more charge at Vegas. Don't find me at that idiot wheel that spins and spins and spins. I won't play the slot machine. The management always wins. Not for me the game where the jack is called black. Hand me them dice and stand back. Put 500 on the line. You won't hear me talk about baby's new shoes. Baby's got 57 pairs. Thank All you. I yeah. ask is a nine, and just a plain and go. simple nine. Just a little five and four, just a little six and three. So anyway, there you go. We had some technical difficulties there where it knocked out our sound, but 
That nine part is crazy. The whole thing is nuts, and I'm I'm into it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I love some good unintentional comedy. I want to know how this happened. I always assume when it's an 80s music thing that it's cocaine-based, mm-hmm. but I don't know. I don't know. You seem to enjoy I mean... Whenever I whenever I find something weird and I'm like I'm always hesitant I'm like okay I'm gonna, I'll try not to overwhelm you but you sat there and listened to a pretty good chunk of it mm-hmm. with your mouth agape. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Why is, it, is this happening? This is crazy, but it's also delightful. Yeah. So there you go. Those are things that are making us happy this week. Again, that's called Frank Sinatra trilogy. If you're looking for it, it's on the streaming services, so you can find it if you want to hear the whole 38 minutes of just skip the first two albums listen to the third one it is weird the backing mm-hmm. vocals on it as you heard oh yeah whole thing yeah all right moving along let's hear from some of our listeners shall we hey tim hey michelle it's chris from santa cruz calling hey i was out in vegas last week uh with a friend of mine and i uh ironically listened to the podcast on the way back on an eight-hour drive back I'm curious now, ironically listening to the podcast, is that sort of like me listening to that Sinatra album? <laughs> I feel like it might be. That might be a backhanded... <laughs> I think he means he listened to it on the way back instead of the way there. Oh, okay. I know there are... Okay, we'll, we'll continue. Yes. Uh, anyway, just a quick call to uh, let you know that um, I totally agree with your assessment of Bang Bar. I uh, stayed at Cosmo for three days. Uh, ate at Bang Bar, had one of the spicy pork fold-ups, as well as the side with the chickpea dip with flatbread. And I am in total agreement with you that um, could have used another piece of flatbread with that side. But the one thing that I did want to say that for the amount of money that you spend, for as good as it tastes, it is ridiculous. It should be criminal. Um, excellent, excellent lunch for under $20. Uh, at that place. So uh, if you're in Cosmo and you want a quick bite to eat, highly recommend that. Um, you just take a bite of it and it's just criminally good for under $20. And that's just not something you can find. And it's one of those things where like, huh, you know, uh, he knows what he's doing. Anyway, talk to you later. Bye. So good it should be criminal. Mm-hmm. I'm like to hear super that. hungry now. Yeah. All right. Thank you for that report. Glad you enjoyed it. Glad you had a good time. All right, moving along to another Chris. Hey, Jim and Michelle. This is Chris from Tulsa. Just got back from Vegas yesterday evening. Wife and I went out there for kind of a little early week excursion, Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday. Uh, Stayed at Vidara in the panoramic suite. And uh, I know there's been some talk on the show about um, quality declining, especially at Caesars and maybe even MGM properties. And, uh, I did observe that at Vidar, which really made me sad because we love that property. Just little things like uh, our door, the door to our room was all scratched up, um, dents all over the refrigerator. Um, we had a weird um, hot water, cold water issue. One of our sinks didn't drain. So, you know, these are just little things, but I feel like they're details that MGM maybe. Uh, was taken care of previously. So we were kind of sad to see that, and, and maybe maybe that'll turn around. Anyway, uh, Monday we got there in time for lunch, went to Secret Pizza. It was our first time there. That was a great little stop. Um, <clears throat> Monday 
evening we uh we went to go watch Shin Lim at the Mirage. That was a really great show, really entertaining. I'm not a magic guy. Um I have seen a couple of other magicians there on the strip and I would say for me Shin Lim was was the best I've seen. It was just a really good and entertaining show. Uh we ate dinner at Yellowtail. That's just one of our favorites. We go there every time we go to Vegas. Uh the food was great. The service not quite as good as we've had in the past. I you know, I wasn't sure who our server was and it was it was just a little long. I expect it to be kind of long, but it was significantly uh slow uh as far as getting the food out to us, getting our check out to us. It really wasn't it wasn't a busy night there, so I don't know. Anyway, um after that we went to uh we went out to Resorts World for a drink at eight lounge and had a cigar. Uh that was a really great spot if you are if a person is interested in having a cigar, really nice facility there. Good drinks, good uh good vibe, good good music playing, so I enjoyed that. Tuesday, got up, uh, made it to Hash House of Go-Go for our first time. It was the first time we could actually brave the crowd, uh, a midweek crowd, and we still had about a 20-minute wait. Uh, food was just, you know, so good, so bad for us, but so good. Um, we enjoyed that. <clears throat> then um, went to Omega World. Um, some, uh it was interesting. I could definitely see this being a great attraction for, you know, for some people. I probably won't go back. We also went to Wink World, and that was pretty amazing. Uh, they're in the same complex. Uh, enjoyed that. Uh, Tuesday evening dinner. Probably had the best dinner I've had in Las Vegas ever at the Vets. Uh, great food, great drinks, great ambiance, great, great, great service, amazing service. So I had kind of labored over the decision on a steakhouse uh, for a while on this trip and finally landed on Bavette's. And, uh, oh, I was, I had high expectations and they were still exceeded. So just a really nice, nice place. So after dinner, I went for drinks at Lily. In the Bellagio, that was a nice little lounge. We enjoyed that. They had some live music and nice people there. So that was fun. Wednesday morning, got up and went to our obligatory Mona Gabi breakfast. Kind of like Yellowtail. Food was good. Service was not great. And uh, after that, we just uh, packed our bags and flew back to Tulsa. So overall, it was a good trip. Again, a little bit of a concern about the quality of uh, the MGM properties, but uh, I think that stuff is going to work itself out. So appreciate the podcast. Enjoy listening to you guys. Thanks for all you do. All right. Thanks for your Thank report. You. Appreciate that. Bavette's has been getting really good reviews. That's mm-hmm. a, a park MGM. So I have to remember that one sometime. Yeah. If we're looking for a strip steakhouse, that might be a nice option. Uh, yeah. So, we, you know, we've kind of been hearing some trends about uh, not only Caesars properties, but the MGM properties and the maintenance on those being a little lax these days. So that's something to be aware of. And then also, yeah, restaurant service. It's just how it is everywhere right now. Mm -hmm. It's going to be a while before everything gets back to normal. So 
Try to be patient and kind with your servers. That's all you can ask, right? Yep. All right. Next up. Hey, Tim and Michelle. This is Rick from St. Paul. First time, long time. How are you guys doing? Super great. Can't, couldn't be better. <laughs> uh, speaking of Caesar's properties, letting everything uh, go to hell, we were at Planet Hollywood in Caesar's, uh, third floor, uh, strictly because we were part of a wedding party and we were invited. Otherwise, we wouldn't have gone. We got there about 5.30. The entire party was there, scheduled for 7. We were thinking, maybe let's go to the bar and have some drinks. Place is dead. So they said, hey, go ahead and go to the bar. We'll set you up. They got our table ready an hour and a half ahead of time. We went to the bathroom. I would suggest you not do that. It looked like a metrodome vacant for five years, and no one had cleaned it. Did it have troughs? (laughs) That was my first thought. I can't believe that any place that has movie memorabilia on the walls that you have a concrete bathroom with a decade-old tile, not clean, out of order, and absolutely disgusting. It is, uh, I, I, hopefully I didn't catch anything. I've reached up afterwards. Um, please beware. Have a good one, everybody. All right. There you go. The Caesars maintenance deferral continues. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure what the tie-in between movie, movie memorabilia on the wall and a shitty bathroom is exactly. <laughs> Have you ever been to a movie theater? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. Thanks for that report. I think his call was breaking up there, so we got bits and pieces of it, but we appreciate the report. All right. Moving along. Hey, Tim. Hey, Hello. Michelle. It's Sergio calling from fabulous Las Vegas, Nevada. And I'm going to keep this one uncharacteristically short and sweet. Went to the UNLV Running Rebels game football at Allegiant. And it was a beautiful stadium, amazing seats. They were super cheap on StubHub because the Rebels suck. But my one complaint, I paid $15 for a beer, and I did not have a shelf to put it on when I had to pee at the urinal. I think Alonzo and I both will be outraged at that gross misuse of all of the funds for that stadium. If I'm going to pay 15 bucks, I should have a fucking shelf for my urinal, damn it. I have lost much more, but also drank much more at the D. So get it together, Allegiant. Love you guys. Bye. <laughs> all right. It's the little things that matter. Mm-hmm. Like a shelf in the bathroom for your drink. Mm-hmm. I know some people are disgusted by that, by the way. Oh, because it's in the bathroom. You yeah. shouldn't be taking your drink into the bathroom because germs are flying and all yeah. that. Yep, I understand. Yeah. All right. But let's say you're alone. You're not going to just leave your drink somewhere. I know. That's If you got to go, you got to go. Yeah. I don't know. All right. Here's the um, previously hey, aforementioned, oops, previously aforementioned Danny, Vegas introvert. He was participating in our... Uh, he was in Las Vegas during our last Patreon chat. That's what this is about. Ooh. Actually, listening to your Patreon chat, I'm sitting in my Cosmo room because it's too fucking peeply out there right now. Um, remind me never to come on a weekend when it's UFC fight and a Raiders game. I'm stupid, so I'm just going to hide on my balcony. There you go. Anyway, I just wanted to call because I started cracking up because Tim said, I was making the comments about uh, artists that write songs about their kids and 
the comment was something like, uh, I'll never understand the miracle. Of <laughs> so, yes, the miracle of life is now the miracle of hand. That's all. <laughs> Love y'all. Bye. I really know how to condense my feelings into single syllable grunts. Mm-hmm. Apparently, I don't know. I don't remember what we were even. Oh. He was amused by it, though, so I was amused Good. by his amusement. All right, next up. Hey, Five Hundred, Jason in Tampa again. Take two. So, my buddy and I flew in from Tampa right into Las Vegas. My host uh, had a limo for us, picked us up, went to the Bellagio penthouse suite. He had a normal room. I had a top floor uh, Lakeview penthouse. She usually gives us about seven fifty to a thousand in uh, resort credit and a decent amount in free play. I'm a medium sized player. I don't. I'm not crazy. I manage my bankroll well, but I do play. And I've known her for a really long time, so she takes really, really good care of me, which, you know, I always take care of her at the end, which, man, goes a lot further than uh, you might think as far as getting stuff in the future and maintaining that relationship. You know, it's always a two-way street. Anyway, just short, we always stop at uh, Baccarat Bar on our first day in and hit the video poker, have a few drinks. And then move over to the sports book, usually for the remainder of the day. And that's what we did for day one. Day two, always up for exploring. We went downtown, hung out at Circa, hung out at the sports book there, bounced around between uh, Stevens properties, you know, the uh, Golden Gate, the D, Circa, hit the plaza. We always make a point to go to El Cortez because we love it. And headed back down to the Strip. We had a dinner at Mayfair. And if any of you listeners have been to Mayfair, it's just an incredible experience. Every single time we've been there, we're always left happy, full, fluid, imbibed. And then you know, back onto the uh, Ohagio floor where we played some blackjack. It went okay. Didn't lose our shirts and also didn't win a ton either, but that's okay. I wouldn't say even, maybe slightly under. Then headed over to Caesars. Walked through the property a little bit. We liked that sports book a lot too, and just uh, sat at the video poker bar behind the sports book and watched a few games. We had some money on and played a little bit. Uh, day three, woke up, went down to Mandalay, hung out there, more video poker. I think on the trip, probably a good eight to ten hours of video poker play at bars, and I, I want to say I hit about ten or eleven four of accounting. Which, if you can maintain that, it always keeps you ahead. It definitely wasn't a winning trip, but we didn't entirely lose our assets either. Oh, all in all, man, just a a good trip. I got another one coming in a week and a half. I'll try to uh, report when I'm there, and I appreciate the podcast. You guys are doing a great job. Have a nice day. Hey, thanks for your report. Appreciate it. Congratulations on those four of a kinds, and thanks for not sending pictures. (laughs) Yes, I appreciate that. He might. I don't know if he posted anything on the Facebook group or not. Probably not. I, every once in a while, someone will post uh, like four aces, which if you know, okay, if you if you get a nice hit, fine. Mm-hmm. But the the run of luckily the run of the mill four of a kind pictures have pretty well stopped due to my heavy handed <laughs> moderation of that. Yeah. So congratulations, that's awesome. But yeah, that's what keeps you going. If you have a right. nice little run where you get a bunch of those, fuck mm-hmm. yeah, good deal. All right, last call of the week. Tim Michelle. First time caller, long time listener. Welcome. Uh, this is Brandon, actually. Uh, I 
am a new Patreon, and uh, I actually, you answered my question last week on the podcast about uh, Circus Sportsbook. We went there today, had an awesome time in the sportsbook. I'm a little intoxicated uh, back at the room at Aria, but wanted to let you know uh, I was a first-time karma donation. Uh, I had my first-time karma donation uh, uh, less than a week ago, and on our trip back from Circa, we stopped at Win and Encore, kind of trying to make our way back to Aria, and um, on our stop to Link, played some face-up Pygal, and I hit a Royal Flush for 4400 Oh, so, nice. Um, every time I come to Vegas from now on, that's definitely going to be top on my list, is making sure I uh, donate, but um, hope you guys are doing great. Ha- trip ends tomorrow. Uh, we got one more basketball game to watch tomorrow night. Um, but loving Vegas. Crowds are great. Uh, thanks again. Have a good one. All right. Congratulations. Thanks for yeah. that report. Appreciate it. It's always nice when somebody uh, has a coincidental jackpot attributed <laughs> it to their support of this podcast. Yes. I can't complain about that. So speaking of karma donations, thank you to these folks who have uh, thrown us some some money dur- uh, through PayPal in the last couple of weeks. Michelle with a uh, has a trip. Had a trip, some of these are a couple weeks old, mm-hmm. over Thanksgiving. Um, she had been to Vegas recently, but husband had not for two years. Hope you had a great time. Yes. Hope it was wonder- wonderful. Thank you very much for your support of the show. Tim and Nat hoping for good karma on a triumphant return in mid-December. Thanks for the great podcast. Keep up the good work. Thank you. You're welcome, and thank you. Hope you have a great time. Sasha, a torture trip. Is any, yeah, I was going to say, is any trip to Las Vegas really a torture trip? Yeah, they can. I yeah. would, but she said it's kind of like a work trip, but it's a mom it's mom work, youth soccer tournament. Oh, yeah, that would be a torture trip. Mm-hmm. Miracle of the and all that. <laughs> uh, planning to squeeze in some gambling between 4 and 6 a.m. and not drink as much as normal. Yeah. Well, hope you had a good time. Yes. Hope it worked out. Hope the soccer tournament was a success for everyone involved. John and Melissa from Golden Valley. I was in Golden Valley last week. Carmen donation for their usual Thanksgiving trip. Hope it was wonderful. Hooray. Yes. Guillermo from the OC. A little karma for Vegas. Fam- finally, <laughs> little karma for Vegas. Finally feeling normal and making sure March trip happens with a four tab Excel s- sheet. So he's nice. he's in the even though it's not till March. He's in planning mode. He's in planning mode, and that helps bring the trip a little closer. Mm-hmm. Brings it into focus, gives you something to be excited about. Even if that entire Excel spreadsheet goes out the window as soon as you land, as soon as you get there. You still had fun planning. Exactly. You had a little more Vegas in your life because of it. Right on. Bill with a karma a karma 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 reversal donation after forgetting to send one prior to arriving can only go up from here oh he must have been having some bad luck Aww. hope it turned around Good for luck. you yeah john in pennsylvania karma donation for another vegas trip happening i think right now Yay. uh taken from pre vegas dfs with daily fan something daily i don't know. know casino winnings anyway Hope you have a wonderful trip. And finally, Scott mm-hmm. with a karma donation for an early Christmas present from his wife. Oh, what a wonderful wife you have. A trip to Vegas, December 6th, staying at Circa. Hope you nice. have a great time. Thank you. Thank you, everyone. Thank you, everyone. You guys are all awesome. All right. 
I need to go let my tongue rest because I uh, clearly can't <laughs> speak any longer. 500bymidnight.com is the website. If you have Dear Tim and Michelle questions, feel free to send them along to 500 at gmail.com and that voicemail line available to you anytime, day or night. Please give us a call. 702-866-9494. Thank you all for listening, for supporting the podcast, for being awesome. We do appreciate you and we will be back soon with another show. Until then, have a great week. Bye-bye. Bye.